0: Welcome to
1: Front Row Geeks.
0: to a cold open like we normally do i press the record button now we're recording now everything we said is being permanently seared into zeros and ones somewhere on my hard
2: drive so we should introduce ourselves because it's been so long
0: (laughs) i guess so right
2: right hello i am mpx i'm doing the show he has good
0: ideas he he says the right thing so look look to that more often from him
1: that was uh baron 5x the worst person on this show
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm also one running it, so what does it say about everybody else?
1: I was hoping that you would introduce me, but apparently I have to introduce, introduce me. No, no, of
0: That's course horrible. Asher Omega needs no introduction. Asher is Asher and he will he's always is, always was, and always ever will be.
1: That's a horrible thought. And I don't like that concept.
0: We I curse you of immortality. He will see all all of us die and you will be left alone to rot on your your memories? I have the best I can come up with. How'd that go?
1: No, they're probably going to shove me into a freaking like petri dish and uh, just eternal torture.
0: So I just watched Made in, Made in Abyss yesterday. So there, uh, my my seki is a little scarred and still healing. So that might be where that came from.
2: I apologize. How um, far did uh, season two go?
0: Um, first of all, is is this is there a manga to this? I thought it was yes, an original there anime. Is. Yes, I there did not is. know that.
2: Okay, so um the.
0: All of season two is about the Golden City, mm. or what they called the Golden City, where all the Hollows lived, or the ones that they found on okay. entering the sixth, the sixth layer.
2: Okay. Did you watch I... the movie? Yes. Okay.
0: I watched. So, yeah, I watched all of season one, the two recap movies, the th- third movie that was new content, and just watched season two last night.
2: So mentally, it's debilitating.
0: I w- I was crying for like from episode six to the end. I was basically in tears the whole time because it was just my god. Especially his ep- episode seven and eight was my god. Oh god, fuck, no <laughs> fuck man. Uh, like, I'll we won't spell that now. I mean, there's no need to No, Just if you're listening to this and you care anything about what we're gonna say in the next half hour, just watch that shit. That was good shit. But goddamn, is it that that creator is is he okay? Like, uh, uh,
1: there, there's some worse people out there. <laughs>
0: But, you know, there's some there's definitely deranged uh, artistic creators out there. They're fine. You know, they're doing their thing. But like, I, I feel like the Maiden of Abyss people need a hug or something.
2: Ah, yeah.
0: I'm almost surprised I didn't have nightmares because good Lord. <clears throat> but but yeah, well, so.
2: I think you would have nightmares if you watched that when you were the same age as the characters.
0: Oh, good. Yes, of course. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: in The eternal, in the eternal thing. <laughs> Anime is just cartoons.
1: I I let my like five year old watch it as they sit there in horror and watch something
2: like let's say Chainsaw Man.
0: I'm I'm rolling insanity every every episode. Every few minutes I have to roll for insanity, and I, I don't know if I failed yet or not.
2: You know, speaking of insanity, I've been unfortunately watching a lot of uh, AI art <laughs> clip shows. <laughs> yeah god (laughs) actually i would say that one thing ai arch is actually really good at doing is something eldritch and (laughs) abominationable because it just simply throws some things together in a way that does make it look strange and off-putting
0: uncanny at times yeah yeah Yeah, I've I've played a little bit of the AR. I know that was kind of big last month. Though I will state the following,
2: I saw the best uh, response to most AIR things Is it probably going to be the first meme of
1: 2023.
2: What? As an 80s dark fantasy movie. (laughs) Jesus. Because I ended up uh, sending a video of memes as an 80s dark fantasy movie. So (laughs) seeing things like Salt Bay or... uh, that one thing with the two girls and the cat.
1: Two girls and a cat. I don't know that one. And the one where it's like one is pointing towards
2: Oh, yes, yes. Yes that.
0: Okay, I don't know what I don't I guess being describing it as two girls and the cat is like, like I had to think about
2: That's it. Too vague. <laughs> yeah, I guess
0: so. <laughs> Salt Bay, I got immediately, but that might only be because he 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 popped up again in in Notoriety because of the World Cup, where he was like well, trying to pose he, with with the his players'
2: reputation because of World Cup. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> Whatever, like cool guy reputation he had going into that, all gone uh, now.
2: <laughs> you mean what little of a cool guy reputation he had going into that?
0: I mean, when you're a meme like that, you know, you can, you you feel like the sincerity of it at that little gift. Yeah, well, you know, five, you two find second out clip.
2: what's behind Salt Bay, and it's yeah. like, oh,
0: which everybody started doing once he popped up in the news again. You should have stayed down, buddy.
2: <laughs> sh- well, it is sort of embarrassing, really.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um. Anyway. Yeah, so this is Front Row Geeks. We, this is us bantering and talking about shit. Hi, everybody. Oh, and shit. I said shit. So yeah, go expect that. I have a mouth of a sailor. Even though I was not the sailor in, of, the, of the three of us. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never used that joke before. It just came to me. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> okay, so hearty heart. Okay, so what are we talking about today? This is what we're talking about today. This is something I, I like to do. We've done it a couple times. So we have something to go off of. We're going to talk about the Game Awards from five yeah, years, ago. years ago. Five years ago. Um, if I haven't already admit this, I did steal this idea from a podcast I listened to where they talk about the Oscars from five years ago. I don't know if I have mentioned that to you guys yet. I figured I'd come you with it now. I think, know,
2: now. I, think I even know which podcast you might be doing that from, but it, I don't think it's necessarily the most original idea, but it's not a bad one. I do. That's a topic.
0: Cool. Okay. Uh, e- even so, I, I'll admit now that I'm stealing it from from that. And I think, and just glancing through it, I don't know if you two have done that just yet. But even just glancing through it, it is it is quite the treasure trove. I'm really I really like what we're learning about ourselves from five years ago and what and how it reflects on everything now. <clears throat> so I don't know if you all have a particular order you want to do with this. I was just going to go from bottom up from the list I have from Wikipedia here. Or maybe you you, something you want to point out first before I just dive now, into the list.
2: Let me get a list myself up so I can see it as it is.
0: Should I should I share what link I'm using here? Sure. Yeah, just in, just in case. <laughs> this is I guess Wiki, there's a Wikipedia page for every every award show of the Game Awards, which you actually knew the number of shows they've had earlier. MPX, right? You sound like yep. you were saying this was like the blah 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 if show or something.
1: Blah blah blah. Front rookies, Blah blah blah.
0: I mean, I misheard you. I th- I th- I, th- oh. I thought you. I thought at some point you said this was the thirteenth uh, show or or something like that.
2: Uh, I think I might have been re- referencing something else. I don't know. Okay. All right. So yeah, never mind.
0: This is the this is the game awards that premiered in 2017. That's all anybody needs to know. Um. So yeah, there's there's the link. Yeah. Uh, anybody have a, a highlight that we want to review before I just dive bottom bottoms up? Let me pull up the list to see.
2: Well, bottoms up or top down?
0: Bottoms up, because I, I want to end with what Game of the Year was, so I'm going to the bottom of this list and just going up from
2: there. Okay, so are we doing fan choice awards first?
0: Yeah, yeah, and there's one in particular that just that just tickles my fancy.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> that just says so much about them. The industry in in, in so many well, ways. I
2: don't think we need to talk about the Chinese fan game. Award. That's the one I wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay, why does oh. JX Three HD show up? No, it the fact that the, Link China, right? gonna, what the hell.
0: The fact that the award exists is is what's funny. <laughs> is that we we, uh, care,
2: we cater I so much to China? Why it exists simply because in some ways there is almost a separate ecosystem for China. Because how many games get, actually get to go through? <laughs> Or even unedited in essence. So,
0: yeah, but that it's is a big
2: question of exactly how much is actually conveyed.
0: That is such a catering. That is so, yeah, my...
2: it is catering. It is.
0: And this also, I, I mean, I, I can only guess, but this has to be pre Genshin Impact, which, you know, at that oh, point, yes,
2: Genshin Impact has only been out for two years. It uh, launched in what, 2020? Uh, I think it was 2019, but late. But I think after that game existed, well, I, maybe no, that's why they did away in with October. this. So Okay. Well, we can check right now.
0: Even so, it feels like the fact that Genshin Impact is less than five years old, it feels strange, considering just what kind of quote-unquote impact that game has had.
2: <laughs> well, uh, you have to consider one other thing. It was in development uh, all the way back in 2017, because remember, there were screenshots and things and demos floating about of people calling it, oh, it's the Chinese Breath of the Wild.
1: Okay, I was wrong. September twenty
0: twenty. Oh well, yeah. Shoot, yeah. Barely
2: above two years old. Shit. Um, anyway, uh, so. Let's, so yeah, are just, we going to talk any more about the Chinese Fan Game Award?
0: No, just the fact that it exists. I think it was just funny, just purely funny. Uh,
2: I'm just trying to rec- recognize <laughs> anything here, like
1: best uh, esports game. Yeah!
0: I mean,
2: no team,
1: team and
0: player and game.
2: I think I only recognize one. Why are these in the fan choice awards?
0: Because esports is this thing. I mean, it, admittedly... No,
2: no, 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 no. What I mean, it's like, why isn't this actually part of the jury stuff and not the fan stuff? Because I would think in some ways to be, be you know, the MVP or that you actually would need some form of actual uh, I, metric to determine I, that. Yeah, I think it's because like looking at the best esports
1: player, it goes... League of Legends, Counter-Strike, Overwatch, and Dota. And none of those over uh, overlap <coughs> at all. Yeah, well, that makes sense. But well,
2: maybe I League of Legends, Dota.
0: I have to imagine that the criteria for judging the worth of an esports player or team is beyond the scope of the Game awards. Just what it comes down well,
2: to. Well, what I'm saying is that, first of all, I would think there would be some objective qualities to go after. So, just mm-hmm. simply leaving it up to the fans. In other words, just a pure popular vote. Seems very... Disingenuous. I, you know, I, like, oh, I hey, think I like this guy the best so
0: but I think that's really what it literally came down to is that they don't care about about the that kind of well, details that
2: seems like you know that's why it doesn't matter because it's like who cares who, who likes the console the best I mean
0: given what else we see in this category again we just talked about the Chinese fan game award well, yeah this is all catering
2: we are getting some other things that are very different than today trending gamer best esports game overwatch
0: yeah, sure. Okay. I, as a fan of, of
2: Overwatch, especially during that time, sure. I mean, unfortunately, most of this isn't all that different from today, uh, but there is one major difference. I don't think Overwatch is really... Unfortunately, the Overwatch uh, pro scene isn't as well developed as most of the rest of the Like, honestly, I would say uh, uh, Siege probably deserves to be in this list more than uh, Overwatch. But they don't know where it was in twenty seventeen. Yeah, I don't know enough about
0: Siege to, to
2: say either way. I mean Yeah, but I, it's I, grown much bigger over the years. So it might have been in a bad spot in twenty seventeen where Overwatch it was taking people by storm because it was released in twenty mm-hmm. It was, you know, uh on everybody's mouths, cool at this point. Blizzard was still it was considered the biggest redemption arc for Blizzard at the time. At the time. <laughs> at the time. At the top. Which
0: which considering how Overwatch 2 is going, wow, is that a 180?
2: <laughs> uh unfortunately it's the reality that it's just simply, you know, Overwatch again with better graphics and a promise of a single player mode, which has yet to be developed. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, good it's times. a big question. So trending gamer. Now this one I can see as completely fan based because it is, you know, completely superficial. So Getting doctor disrespect, understandable. And it's it's funny
0: how the names on this
2: list are all the people. The only who are, one I other recognize is Shroud.
0: Yeah, the, the problem with so, this list is that if they're on this list either the, right now either they are no they are not trending anymore or they're known because they're getting in, involved with NFTs, which is
2: well, it's not great either. a good question of like who the heck the other ones without a uh, nickname, nickname or a Wikipedia
0: link. <laughs> I only know Shroud and Dr. Spick now for like Games. things with NFTs and cryptocurrency.
2: Yeah, that's those have aged really well. Um, okay. Uh, she seems like somebody who would have been slotted in for, you know, G4 TV or the G4 channel, honestly. G4. Who? Which one? Uh, the girl, uh, Andrea Rene.
0: Oh, okay. I'll have
2: to look her up. That, I mean, uh, she... she's been on some series and shorts. Oh, good for her. As a producer in some cases. Oh, wow. So, it. oh, she was a child star. Ah, that? Mm,
1: that That's giving me a fair
2: spot. I'm working off of her uh, IMDb, so I'm not entirely certain.
1: If it's the same person. Well, yeah. Okay,
0: well, let's see. Um, do we ever want to go over anticipated game? I mean, that's just, that also, it's just marketing.
2: That, uh, admittedly, it says a lot, because we can say that most of these things have turned out to be a success, at least financially. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption Two was yeah. big. Yeah, Monster, Monster Hunter World. World was like the most successful game Capcom has ever sold. Yeah, uh, Marvel Spider Man was also pretty huge. God of War was also really huge, and The Last of Us Part Two. I'm pretty sure it sold well enough. It was pretty huge
0: still. Yeah, I mean, I mean,
2: anticipated. there's a reason why it's at the top of the list. Yeah, but. uh... I do actually have to agree that, but the, yes, it's advertisement, but it's almost a good way to judge uh, gamer's taste because it says a lot about what they were actually anticipating. Fair, fair, fair. And I would say most of these things are at least good games, at least on some level, so, okay. yeah.
0: Moving on to best de- debut indie game. Combat. Yeah, I yeah, can't really argue that. I mean, you argue, argue against that. Oh, wow, that's unfortunate.
2: What? It beat out Hollow Knight.
0: I, I yeah. was thinking about that. I'm still, even knowing that, I'm still Cuphead is still a great game. I, I think it winning is, and okay, it won first of all, so that's good for it. And two, it's had lasting cultural impact since then. Yeah, yeah. We're all still waiting in anticipation for the for that for the next Hollow Knight game again. Hopefully sometime this year, right? But yeah, you know, if Hollow Knight had won that, also would have made a whole lot lot of sense. Cuphead winning that just uh, it's makes hard. sense.
2: It's a hard choice between those two, honestly. Because Cuphead was certainly a good game, even if you discount its art style, as well as Hollow Knight. But I think in some ways Cuphead won simply because it was much more accessible in a sense. Mm
0: -hmm. I think it just took a a little time for Hollow Knight to really get picked up. Like, I was was a latecomer to Hollow Knight, for sure. Like, I think Uh... it was like two years later that I played Hollow Knight, and like,
1: oh my god. And I... Like Mr. Shifty, I did hear about it, but it's like it. I don't think we've heard anything past about that. I slime Rancher is getting a Slime sequel. Rancher two. Yeah, so. I, I think it's actually out.
0: It's out now. My 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 nephew loves
2: that game. Both.
1: Is, so. is it like early access or is it like actual like? It's, it's out. out Over
2: release. Yeah, it's out.
0: Yeah, because I I got it on on Game
2: Pass. Okay. Uh, should we just ignore the Student Game Award? Yeah, you it's know? something. It's a bit of
0: a. Yeah, and, and it's I, also something they don't do anymore. That that was and the only interesting note I was gonna make there. Of them. Yeah,
2: actually, that's sort of unfortunate.
1: Wait, yeah, I do recognize Falling Sky, but that's because like I watched somebody who tried it out.
0: Oh, okay. okay.
2: So yeah,
0: nothing against the so, people on the list. I've just the only thing a note there is that they don't do that award anymore.
2: Yeah, it's sort Which of hard to tell sad. what sort of is going on there. So best multiplayer. This is an interesting Players one. Unknown battleground. That is
0: wow. an interesting one because goddamn,
2: like if anyone had had could see the future now. <laughs> uh, well, you can see it right there. Fortnite, Fortnite, number three. Well, in yeah, three. I
0: mean, obviously it was it was a con- contender for that, but man,
2: did well, it, it blow out. Released like only it was released in September, I think, of 2017. Yeah, uh, so, but and... PUBG had already gotten big at the beginning of 2017, so I think it was more still in the uh, zeitgeist of like conscious. Absolutely,
0: I just think. I just think, even at that point, I I think it would have been hard to tell exactly how far Fortnite would have gone and how far away PlayerUnknown would have gone. Because, I mean, I know people still play that game, but it is not in the zeitgeist the
2: way it was at that point. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of things ended up hampering uh, Fortnite. Well, not Fortnite. I mean... PUBG. PUBG. And I think a lot of it is just simply due to that they couldn't keep up with the demand of what people wanted from it versus epic games that could you know support fortnite endlessly right because if i remember correctly uh 2017 isn't 2017 when they announced the epic store it I believe so maybe. might have been pretty
0: close to that yeah
2: because they may have announced it they may not have opened it yet but i'm not sure because i know like the epic store and fortnite have almost gone hand in hand because of the two.
0: Oh, i think it was 2018 in july 2018 they reduced their epic okay. launch yeah 2018 so this was i mean i think a lot i think the success of fortnite fueled the the eventual launch of the,
2: the game store of epic well i think they were probably already in talks and development of epic mm-hmm. but maybe due to the success of fortnite maybe they actually uh force them to go faster
0: probably helped it survive because i mean there have been game stores that have kind of come and gone well let's face it the
2: reason why they were able to offer the epic deal for a lot of game creators is because of fortnite Mm
0: -hmm. yeah fortnite uh, fortnite staying strong in the zeitgeist for more than one reason
2: i don't think there's much to say about the rest of the um best multiplayer in terms of they don't deserve on the list or they do like Call of Duty World War II, Destiny 2, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 2. I don't see any problems with those.
0: Yeah, all strong contenders in their own right.
1: I mean, Splatoon 3 has just come out. Uh, I know a lot of people have been asking, when are we going to get Mario Kart 9? And I'm
2: like... uh, When Nintendo stops making money. (laughs) When they end up making the next Smash Brothers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When they have to make the next Smash Brothers. Uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) So, racing game. Um, I recognize all of
1: wait sports FIFA? racing. Oh, they,
2: sports racing! Th-
1: why? That's a weird mash. Uh, I don't. I don't think they do sports or racing anymore as a category.
2: I think they do. Is, I think they do sports, but I I don't know if they do racing.
0: I think that's just a naming convention they took.
2: But uh, let's see if I see if I look well, at the current it year. It seems like a way to yeah, collapse the two into one thing.
0: They in fact do still do a, a best sports racing game category. Okay. Uh.
2: It it still feels weird
1: to go like it's for uh, it's four a Seven and then number two is like FIFA eighteen.
0: I mean, I guess I could have just said best sports game and been done with it. But
2: well, I would have split the two honestly, simply because I feel like racing and sports are two different genres. They could, you know what? But I I don't disagree with that. I think you make think a good the point. I think the only reason why they collapse the two is because either you end up getting essentially the same old releases <laughs> that you get year after year. Which FIFA, we can see right NBA. here: FIFA, NBA, 2K, Pro Evolution Soccer, and in some ways the same way with sport racing games. We got Forza Motorsport Seven, Grand Gran Turismo. Turismo Sport, and Project Cars Two. Yeah,
0: I mean, that, Project Cars is the only one I don't, I don't immediately recognize.
2: Uh, it's, I think, it's a heavier sim than most. So, mm. like, it's more faithful. It's trying to do, you know, uh, I I've heard the Gran Turismo. As of late, have been trying to ease up and make it more arcadey or more less, you know, heavy in terms of its simulation.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't play the racing games much myself. Not since Midnight Club. That was when I was into it. Okay,
2: when... now I have things to complain about. Oh, what? 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 Best strategy game.
0: Okay, well, wait, before we go, to that the last thing I'll say is that for the sports game, I've always heard good things about the farza and the grand turismo games but that's it like, i've always heard good things about them but as far as what i know about
2: them goes well i've heard that for the recently ended up having the well at least the current turismo ones have fallen out hard times in terms oh, really? of really yeah. right they're not nearly as good as they used to be
0: grand turismo one well i mean i don't want i'm going to purposely not talk about the current year but they won this year <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> anyway sorry you were going to say about strategy
2: Okay, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle by Ubisoft wins. I'm, I'm XCOM too.
0: I'm delighted by that.
2: <laughs> it from what I've seen, and
1: like I actually decided to watch somebody's playthrough of Mario and Kingdom Battle. Mm-hmm. It's it it's weird because the fact that yeah, there were so certain things that really like you could see some of the influences from uh, like XCOM.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a fun but, game.
1: They made it so that it's, like, super easy to play the game. Yeah, because it's a kid's game. Yeah. admittedly, no, like, looking down the list, we have Halo Wars 2, which... Yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't even know that, like, it warranted
2: a, se- a sequel. <laughs> sure did. Uh, people wanted good Halo games, and getting it from Creative Assembly was better than nothing.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, of course, people are going, like, it's uh, Total War, uh, Total War Warhammer 2 being Warhammer and Total War. Mm -hmm. People have been clamoring for that, although I think people have actually been saying Total War
2: War, Warhammer 3 isn't as good as 2. I think a lot of that is the fact that it doesn't have the DLC behind it in comparison. Like, do you understand how the Total War Warhammer games deal with, you know, each other?
1: Uh, All I know is that they do have a ton of dlc
2: well it's a sort of wonky situation of where uh to get races from one to play with two you need the dlc and warhammer one to play with two so it's this weird stratified dlc uh jambalaya
1: so it's like you need the previous game and its dlc and then the dlc on the sequel
2: yes unless you're like playing the uh campaign mode specific to that game But then again, a lot of people are playing the Warhammer games for the, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's essentially a big mashup of all the maps together with all the races. Like, uh, Uh, forget uh, Immortal Empires, I think is the name. Do not quote me. um, Okay. I won't quote you. The reason why Rabbids Kingdom Battle probably beat out XCOM, as you said, it's more accessible. And it's Ubisoft versus Firaxx.
0: I don't know, but XCOM has a decent reputation.
1: Wait, this was War of the Chosen, which was the expansion, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, because I've played XCOM 2 and I didn't even realize War of the Chosen was an option.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. This is 2017, not 2016. I forgot that XCOM 2 was in 2016. So, Admittedly, technically we could say that the DLC or an expansion may not have the strongest staying power comparatively. Because unless you're a big fan of the original game, would you play the expansion? True. Truth. Okay. Let's just finish up here and go to best family game: Super Mario Odyssey.
1: Yeah, obvious Mario. winner. Mario. 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 Yeah. Sonic Sonic.
2: Mario Kart, Raven's Kingdom Battle, Sonic Mania, and Splatoon. Oh.
0: Splatoon. So every, everything I could play on a Switch game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I mean, all
2: of these are Nintendo properties except no, for Sonic, Sonic Mania. Mania.
0: Sonic but you can totally play it on a Switch.
1: Technically, Mario <laughs> and Rabbids is weirdly it's a it's actually like a partnership with Ubisoft.
2: Mm-hmm. I know it's a partnership with Ubisoft. I think it was mostly developed with Ubisoft and yeah. you know some supervision with Nintendo. Yeah. So
1: it, it's kind of like best family game. It's, it's clear, Nintendo. clear winner.
0: Yeah, clear winner and clear legacy. It means Mario. No, no, no faults
2: found.
1: Uh um, now best fighting game. This is going to be a fun one to uh dissect. It's that one
2: actually a sort of hard uh talk between all of these things actually.
1: I th- I think well you go ahead, Dave. I think the only one that has roughly withstood the time because it's it hasn't gotten a sequel and people still consider it a decent game is Arm. Yeah?
2: Okay. i, I can I'll see that? Give my opinion. Uh I don't think Injustice 2 really has the staying power as a fighting game on its own Mm -hmm. compared to Mm -hmm. the rest of these. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite in some ways was sabotaged by probably Marvel of uh, just wanting specific characters, dictating certain things. And uh, unfortunately, I think it just got rushed out.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree to that to some extent. I think this category was
2: Capcom's to, to lose, and they did. And Nidhogg Two, uh, I do like the fact that Nidhogg Two has a uh, <laughs> nomination here, but I don't know if it really has like the real, you know, best fighting games in it. In some ways, I would say the one that should have won would have been Tekken Seven, because out of all of these, the one that's still being played professionally and by you know amateurs alike is Tekken Seven. Yeah, I agree. Even though I think Tekken Eight is actually seen... pretty it's soon announced. It was announced at the last Evo. Okay. Looking pretty slick. In and... fact, you can get the entirety of Tekken 7 on Steam for like uh less than $20.
0: This podcast brought to you by not Steam, not at all. Steam sales. <laughs> I
2: mean, all the time and you never have enough money for them.
0: Steam sales, the proud, proud unintentional sponsor of the next segment okay, after this now pod.
2: This I think is an interesting ah. uh one best role playing game.
1: Yes. And yes. I, I, I want to say that, no. This is
2: a crowded field, actually. I don't like the winner of this one. I love the winner of this one. I don't like the winner of this one.
0: Clear winner. Clear winner, if you ask me. no,
2: I think it's unfortunately the safe option. Yeah. Okay, let's get the Dark Horse out of the room. Final Fantasy XV, I don't think, makes the cut. Absolutely not. A lot of its DLC and stuff that was put on the years after it was released... And then Might they Might have helped it.
1: And then they cut some of the more more story expanding DLC that people were hoping to get. But yeah, never but that's sort
2: of like saying you get the game, and then half of it comes, you know, two years later. Yeah. It was sort of a. I'm going to say this. I don't think it. Uh, it was a good attempt, but in some ways, I don't know whether it actually deserves to be on this list. I, mean, it's, I, I it's,
1: kind of agree that yeah. 15 was kind of a. It. It, it was good. Just not the best.
2: Okay. All right. You all have okay. heard my opinions
0: on this before, so <laughs> fifteen. Yeah. We've streamed it, so boo. Yeah. Uh,
2: South Park fractured but whole. Fun game. I don't know That's how it. good it is compared to the original uh South Park game. Uh, from what
1: I've heard, it's a solid RPG, mm-hmm. and weirdly enough, it's a it's in the same style of JRPG where it's mm-hmm. like left side, right side abilities, things of that nature.
2: Yeah, but it's also making fun of that, like systems, probably.
1: Yeah, it, I mean it's a South Park game, of course. Yeah. Be like poking holes at it too.
0: I, I'm just happy they got nominated. That's it.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Near Automata feels like the biggest contender directly, at least in terms of normie value. Uh, absolutely. I feel like Near should have been the one to get it, but that's one of those like that's. Oh, well, I mean. think the problem is is that it's been mis uh, genreed. Yeah. Like, Technically, I would have put it in action game or action adventure. Yeah,
0: but it would have totally Pokemon lost that. Game. It would have totally lost that one.
2: Yeah, and that's probably the reason why I was thrown into here versus those. Like,
0: though, know, uh, the you know, is great. Is it's it's near legendary. That I would I, for me, it's as equal to for me and Persona Five. Those two have aged gracefully well and are stuck yeah. in the zeitgeist in a way that I, I'm sure that both creators are happy to have been a part of. So
2: <laughs> uh but I feel like the real Dark Horse, the real one that should have uh performed better was Divinity Original Sin two.
0: Yeah, that got one that one that one got some hype. And I even yeah. I haven't played it yet, but I know it's been trudging along these last five years, that's for sure.
2: Yeah. Well people still play it right now. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I mean like I've had a couple of coworkers go, Hey, you should buy you should play Divinity Original Sin two. It's a great game and it's like I know it's recommended to me, but I I have this weird aversion to isometric RPGs. Don't ask me why.
0: GOG is constantly trying to sell it to me.
2: Well, one of the major things that most people talk about for Divinity Original Sin 2 is that you actually can create your own character. You're not stuck truly being, you know, uh, generic hero guy number 127. I don't know the plot line. But I do know that it actually probably gives you uh, some of the best options for role playing, like in terms of lateral thinking. Hmm.
0: That's a good sell, if nothing else.
2: So let's get into Best Action Adventure.
0: Also, another clear winner. I mean,
2: uh, yeah, I would say even if uh, Breath of the Wild did not in- earn any other awards, this one I think is deserving, especially when you consider the competition.
0: Yeah, to me, the only other two on this list that even kind of holds up against it is Er Horizon and Mario Odyssey. I I mean, the other two...
2: Origins was the one with the pyramids, right?
0: I actually don't even know.
2: Yes, it is. (laughs) I'll take your word for it. Well, there's a pyramid there. (laughs) And as far as I know, they haven't made Assassin's Creed uh, Quetzalcoatl, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's see. Explain how the Assassins managed to get across the ocean and... uh, be endured to the inkit
0: God, I'm so, I I'm so lost in the lore of that game. I, I've been meaning to play um, Valhalla. Sure, I just haven't done it.
2: As far as I understand, supposedly the original storyline ended with whatever the last game was in the main series before they started doing the reboot with the uh, RPG mechanics. For I'm trying to remember which one was the first one with those. Wasn't Odyssey? Uh, no, Odyssey Odyssey came after Origins, so I think it might have been Origins first. Okay. Probably was origins because obviously origins speaks like you know <laughs> of a new thing of a beginning point. So Look, if
0: we're gonna talk about the legacies when it comes to game awards from five years ago, Breath of the Wild is probably the, mo- the strongest, lacking, lasting legacy in this entire fucking list.
2: What the I- Uncharted Last Legacy, essentially a DLC?
0: No, no, no. The, the, I mean, I don't know about that one. I'm talking about just the staying power of Breath of the Wild. How many games have been ins- uh, been inspired by it since, and how much everyone wants. To- not everyone, but a lot of have been made to recreate it. Yeah. And poor Zero Dawn, who at, had a similar idea almost at the same time, and just Breath of the Wild is Breath
2: of the Wild. Uh, <laughs> in some ways, they probably had just simply have been screwed over, just simply getting the releases at the wrong time.
0: Oh, yeah. C2022. <laughs> yes.
2: Anyway, uh, I'll bow out here because I don't really have much to say about best action game or best VR game, so continue as I take a break
0: okay i haven't played um wolfenstein new colossus yet i only played the first one of the new releases so i mean that one was popular back then so that makes sense although i did pre- play play ar- pray i did play pray pre- that was really good
1: uh neo came out which that one was weird because everyone was going like oh it's dark souls and it's like no it's not dark souls it's
0: can't can't you be classified as a souls like
1: it is it well. It's weird because the fact that it can also be classified as a uh, action RPG looter because it has the same mechanics for loot that Diablo or Borderlands does. Oh, okay, which interesting. Is why it's kind of like the actual gameplay, like actual like combat gameplay, is Souls like, but the actual like everything else is more like a just a looter uh, looter game.
0: I've wanted to play it. I just haven't gotten to it.
1: Yeah, it's. I've heard Neo and Neo Two are really good. So uh, um, for Destiny, best... oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, Destiny can't. I never got into Destiny, so Destiny Two.
0: I'll just say because I know Destiny shows up later in this list for other things. I think the simple thing with Destiny is that yeah, it's it's lasted. It's it's been a money maker for that company, and Bungie's been doing really good with it. I don't think any of us play it, so we really can't speak to it. But I mean, that's another game that has lasted. So good for them. Yeah.
1: Uh, best VR AR game I think this is bullshit I don't know I I've heard very good things about how Resident Evil 7 quite literally rebooted everything back to its horror origin yeah.
0: I mean maybe I don't know I mean, I'm not feeling you know, that
1: <laughs> Admittedly like some people are saying that like the uh, since they're rebooting some of the older games and they're slowly re- going back to the action RP- uh, action horror it's kind of this weird they they finally sorry a little burpy but it's just they finally got back to horror and like all that stuff yeah
0: and yeah now
1: they're slowly slipping back into like the, the kookiness of like Leon go punch the boulder
0: right right I th- you're right I think there was a good attempt there and they were doing a decent job with the VR that they had access to I just don't think it's better than super hot I think just super hot had all the fun that you wanted out of the, out of VR games and, that even to now is still hard to find.
1: Well, that's because like weird. Uh, what uh, one thing I've heard about Superhot is that it is a non like it does not for a uh, like the way I've heard Superhot works because I have not played it is that it is a very non. It's like you are not rushed to do any yeah uh, unless you enable uh, a mode on it. But <laughs> Superhot is one of those like you can sit there and briefly look around and people will slowly move. But you can just sit there and then take everything in and then do what you need to do. As long uh, so you can sit there for like fifteen I, minutes planning out everything.
0: I guess what I'm nothing saying, nothing will happen. I think it just used what it had, this VR AR system yeah. to the fullest for that kind of thing. I I don't see any. I don't see Farpoint, Lone Echo, St- Star Trek doing either one of those things. Biohazard, uh, Resident Evil Seven is close to doing that, but I don't think it's better than Superhot. And I think I out of those, bridge,
1: bridge Crew was actually something a bit better because Super Hot is single player. Bridge Crew, you actively have to be multiplayer. It is a cooperative game.
0: Yeah. So you mean one of the most inaccessible pieces of gaming technology is made far more accessible by also having to know multiple people who have it? Yeah. No, thanks. In but,
1: 2017. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing is like, I think the reason why it finally got. Uh, Put up there is because the fact that they finally added in the PC non VR version of the game, Hmm, which maybe you could play. You can play Bridge Crew VR or non VR.
0: Maybe I'll need to look into it because it it didn't seem like that was a thing. But sure.
1: Well, people were going like, "I want to play this game, but it's VR only, and nobody wants to slap four hundred to like a thousand on a VR headset. Yep, just for one game. Yep, so." uh Lone Echo from what I've heard Lone Echo was a good interesting experiment but that was it I had no clue what Far Point is even about
0: You know what N- now that I'm thinking about it no I'm looking at the I'm looking at Atta Far Point was a different game I have no idea what this game
1: <laughs> So that that this is it's like okay I I don't know what Far Point is but whatever it is it's good So let's get to handheld something that has gone away. Yeah.
0: I mean, Nintendo's the only thing holding out for that, and now...
1: <laughs> no, well, the problem is handheld is now being transitioned over to the next category, but let's talk about handheld games. I didn't play... there. Yeah, I didn't play any
0: of these, so this might be on you, buddy.
1: You've never played uh Fire Emblem... Oh, well, Fire Emblem Echoes is actually a mobile gacha game. It was also on the 3DS, but... Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh... Everore Oasis, I think, is done by the same people that did uh, Etrian Odyssey. So it was like a game in that spirit. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories, the first one, which that one then got converted over to a mobile game. That then they weirdly like you can buy the full Monster Hunter Stories or you can do it gotcha style, which was weird. Um, Poochie and uh, Yoshi's uh, Willy World. Eh. It was interesting. It was, yeah, it
0: was fun-ish, but that's really about it, from what the, I know about it.
1: The one thing that I'm happy about this is because of the winner of the best handheld is a remake, Metroid Samus Returns. And the reason why I'm happy for this one is because this is how we got Mercury Stream. And if people are wondering, what's so important about Mercury Stream on a Nintendo property? Mercury Stream did so well with Samus Returns that when Nintendo wanted to do another 2D Metroid. This is not Metroid Prime 4, which is still in (laughs) development. Lols. Don't you mean Metroid Prime? Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo approached Mercury, uh, like, Nintendo uh, reached out to a bunch of companies and were like, we want to do a 2D Metroid, and the first people that they approached were Mercury Stream, because they were really impressed.
0: Mercury Stream or Mercury Steam?
1: Mercury... Is it Steam? I thought it was Mercury Stream.
0: I, I I'm seeing the link and it says Mercury Steam. Hmm. Just FYI.
1: Yeah, but they're the people that did Metroid,
0: which was good.
1: Yes.
0: So good on them. This see that this another thing has that has aged beautifully well. Mercury Steam.
1: Yeah, I'm just kind of hoping that they maybe take Metroid: Samus Returns and then pour it over to the Switch because that. W- It's, from what I've heard, Samus Returns was a really good game. It's just the fact that it's, uh, like, and and the funny fact is that the engine used for Samus Returns is the same engine for Dread, weirdly enough. Just tweaked a little bit better. And now for the next category.
0: Oh, this is another one of, like, I don't know what the hell these are, except for Mario.
1: Uh, Oh, wait, maybe I was confusing Fire Emblem Heroes with Fire Emblem
2: Probably because this is best mobile game, and the only one which I recognize is Hidden Folks, which is essentially uh, Where's Waldo? In black and white. That sounds fun. Uh, I have no idea what Monument Valley 2 is like, but considering we saw it on the uh, list of Chinese games. Oh, it was? All the way back when. Oh, it was? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Look at that. Uh. Uh,
2: I don't really have much to say about this. I mean, it's interesting that Super Mario run, because I haven't heard of anything about... Nintendo's mobile game stuff for a while now. I think, uh, you know,
0: I want to say that's because there's a somewhat concentrated effort to make sure that Nintendo doesn't get the idea that they can make money off of us that way. Because that's what Super Mario Run yeah, was. They Another did co-
2: make money off of us that but, way. I mean, I mean they Super did. Mario Run was a success for Nintendo. No, but Fire well no, no, Emblem Heroes.
0: Okay, yeah. Heroes. Was, Heroes is yeah, really yeah. where they made their money. Like, okay, sure, well, but I think yeah. Mario is different. I think we but, we chafed at that
2: the last story i'm going to say about fire emblem heroes is that i remember i think two years ago i was seeing a lot of people desperately try to force that the new fan voted hero to be put in the game was the guardsman from uh i don't i don't know if it is from echoes but it might have been
1: and they got him
2: in apparently yeah nice And supposedly that was sort of controversial they, because some people were going, "No, I wanted another permutation of you know uh Marth."
1: And the funny thing is, like I've heard that the Guardsman, when they released him, was actually a meta breaker because he was actually really good at defense of all things. You mean the
0: Guardsman was good at defense? Shocker. Well, it, it's the fact <laughs> that like
1: the, it, he was actually better at absorbing (laughs) damage than most of the other heavy knights in the game nice which it's one of those like did they actively try and make him as a meta breaker because of the meme choice or was it just because oh
2: hey he's a guardsman of course what can we do with him he doesn't have any particularly special things or wild destinies or something all right we got 10 categories to go here yeah and we need to get through okay best independent game cuphead i agree I, I agree. Uh, I agree. Higher, oh. maybe. Night in the Woods. R- what remains of the Finch. Yeah,
1: strong it's contenders
0: okay. in this category, except for one, which I will bring up a little later. I think there were strong category choices in this whole category. So,
2: best ongoing it, it, game. This feels sort of, you know, uh, yeah. Except for maybe one, which is Warframe. Well, I mean, well, that's the most G- independent compared to the rest of them. GT
0: Online still going strong. They're still making their fucking money, so good for them.
1: All right, Games for Impact. I don't think this one continued as a, an award. I don't know if it has
0: uh, or it's l- changed. L- let me see. The name. I'm gonna look at that while you guys discuss.
2: Hellblade. Uh, was... I don't Senua's... really have much in terms of this because Games for Impact is a very vague uh, category, in my oh, opinion.
0: It has gone on, so that is still a thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Uh I haven't heard much past this.
0: Uh, I've heard of many of these, m- probably mostly because of the GTC circles we run in. Yeah. Life is Strange, yeah. Knock on the Door, What Remains.
2: Knock on my door, What Remains. Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Now, here's the one that I was going to bring up, even from we were talking about independent games, because I have no idea what this game is, and it's from Ninja Theory. I have no idea what Hellblade is.
1: Uh, oh. From what I remember uh, about some of the discussions about Hellblade, is that you're playing the equivalent of an autistic girl. In the equivalent of... Norse like, Ragnarok. Uh, well, not even Norse. It's like Bronze Age uh, Norse. So, because it's like back in the Bronze Age. I mean, but,
0: given, given uh, how many nominations this game has, I'm surprised I haven't heard of, of this game.
2: Well, okay. There was a lot of hype around this game. Like, they tried to pass it off as the first AAA indie game. Of
0: course, also very weird. Very
2: soon after this, I think... A year or two afterwards, they got purchased by Microsoft or somebody. Who did they get purchased by? I don't even
0: remember. I think I I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. But
2: at this time when they were making Hellblade, they were acting as an independent. They did self-fund the entire game. And uh, it was supposed to be, you know, another narrative-heavy game with an interesting way of handling death. The idea being is that you could, in fact, permanently die, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, so I, so but,
0: it, wait. So have any of us actually played this game? No,
2: no I d- haven't actually seen a full let's play either.
0: Man, I, it might be worth looking up things. I'm just so surprised that this is but like totally off my radar.
2: This is just best performances, so I don't think I really have anything to say yeah. about this Yeah, because we didn't. I mean, none of us played
0: Hellblade, so I can't even comment on. I mean, campaign. I feel
2: like this is also fairly, you know, biased because I'm pretty sure there were some other good performances from other games, but eh. I mean, it's some... a, always a good question of exactly how much, you know, actors are were in that, or whether there was a minimum amount of dialogue that needed to be there.
0: Yeah, I mean, notable names at least. I mean, Ashley Burch, mm-hmm. Laura Bailey, like
2: Claudia Black. Yeah, but that's sort of like you know, just anyway. sounds like the usuals. So, I mean, best... the only one that isn't is probably Melina Jorgen's Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anyway, so... best audio design.
1: This is not music. This is audio. So it's like environmental sounds. in that.
0: Which, again, hard to comment since the winner. We don't have an experience for. Uh,
1: yeah. Destiny 2, Resident Evil 7, Odyssey. We can comment
2: about Odyssey and yeah. in the Wild.
0: I mean, yeah, the, the rest of the games on this list make sense for their audio design to me. I mean, these are the powerhouses. Well, audio
2: design, as David said, wasn't uh, their music. So yeah, it's more about how their sound effects and perhaps how people are guided by them. Like, if this was, if, let's just say Left 4 Dead. We were looking at the year Left 4 Dead got released. It should have been on the top for audio design.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, because of how they use audio specifically to guide the players and direct them and have them understand their environment. That's very chaotic. So thinking like that as a baseline of what should be here for audio design, it should be either things that help uh, encourage, you know, the uh, environment as a, you know, world its theme, or like the idea of it's actually guiding the player through audio cues
0: yeah so with all that said i the fact that this hellblade game that again haven't really haven't heard before won it over breath of the wild must mean that that must kick ass
2: well i think it almost is sort of annoying that we don't see anything else outside of this because i feel like if there are some other games that we've seen on this list some of them probably should have been actually nominated yeah so
1: in this case on to
2: actual best score slash music near automata Yes. Uh, it should and have been. This is sort of a hard. Persona Five. Because Persona Five, I can As much as I want to argue against its story, its music is certainly you know very well produced. I, I mean, can't argue with even that. If but... you do not care for Persona Five as a game, I don't, can easily believe a lot of people would listen to its music regardless. Yeah. I, that music is is on,
0: on on rotation all the time for me, mm-hmm. even now, five That's years true. later.
2: Uh, Cuphead also had a lot of really strong musical cues, mm-hmm. especially since they were trying to emulate the like
1: 1930s style music with yeah. everything.
0: That said, I think Near Automata like not not only was they have good music. I mean, as much as Persona 5's music was interesting in its game, I think Near could say the same. that's music was
2: important for its game
0: as well as being yeah. good. So, like, yeah, I, I can't. It's hard
2: to argue that. Actually, the one that strikes it to me as sort of superfluous is Breath of the Wild because. I, was have really I have was, to agree. Music,
1: there was, but it was like every so often. It was like whenever you wandered up to one of the uh, like outposts, or whenever you wandered into town, it just yeah. wasn't
0: as strong as these other contenders.
1: Like, yeah, uh, unless you're talking about the piano, like dun, 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 and it's like, oh no, a little tiny laser after me! Ah!
0: I, hell, Mario Super Mario had had that Odyssey song, so like, yeah. Again, out of all these these options, I, I it was weird to see Zelda here. As great yeah. as a game, game as it is otherwise, it did not excel in the music score department to me. But
2: okay, hey. best art direction. Cuphead, Destiny 2, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, Persona 5, and Legends of the Breath of the Wild Got Strong contenders overall, I think. Cuphead, I would certainly say, deserves it. Yes, they mm-hmm. put in a lot of effort to try and
1: emulate that 1930s early animation
2: stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Agreed. nailed it throughout the game.
1: But Looks
0: so good to play. Like and that game will age gracefully. Well you'll be able to play that game it's thirty years from now. To
2: age gracefully. Yeah, you can
0: play Definitely. that game 30, 40 years from now and it'll be just as beautiful as the day the day it came out.
2: I can't okay, play it now. on VRs. <laughs> yeah, you do a VR where you're actually playing it on a Nintendo. On the couch, too. <laughs> so. yeah, there you go. Anyway, uh, best narrative. Now this one seems what remains of Edith Fitch? Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice, Horizon Zero Dawn, Nirama, and Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Hmm.
0: Yeah, the the I feel like this list holds up. The only I can't really speak for is the is Wolfenstein 2. Like, god damn, did it? Is is this narrative that good? Like I haven't played it yet, but like I didn't I, I don't play those games expecting a lot from the narrative component, but the fact it got nominated is curious.
1: Apparently there was an actual bigger plot line in Wolfenstein 2, but it was like, it to me, it just feels like best narrative, like What Remains of Edith Finch, I don't feel it's that good as compared to, like, maybe Nier Automata or even Horizon Zero Dawn,
2: from what I've seen of it. Well, I could see the only reason why it was able to succeed is because, again, it's accessibility. Nier yeah. Automata is a game. What Remains of Edith Finch is a point-and-click adventure. I thought it was just a pure walking thing like that. No, it does actually have some, you know. Puzzles? Puzzles, in a sense.
0: uh, uh, I mean, I I still think it's it's a strong contender. Like, I'm not. uh, I have nothing against it winning. Like, and I think, I I mean, I can't, again, can't speak for Hellblade, so I can't really say much about that. But I guess the only one really, again, surprised about is Wolfenstein. It makes me want to play that game now because it's like I wouldn't have expected that
2: from that game. Best game direction Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, sure, Absolutely. Dawn, Resident Evil 7, Super Mario Odyssey, and Wolfenstein 2. And
1: if people are wondering what is best game direction, it is... Breath of I the have, Wild. Well, no, I'm talking like... A
2: description.
1: Is, description of what does best game direction.
2: I would presume design.
1: Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's design. Like, how did things get laid out? Why were they laid out? this? And yeah, Breath of the Wild, with the fact that quite literally they made a demo in the original Zelda with the mechanics of Breath of the Wild in order to scale it up to Breath of the Wild scale, that's a lot of direction needed to keep it on.
0: And that game, that game is so solid, too. It's just so solid. And, again, has influenced so many things after it. It's just it's, it's so well-crafted, honestly. It, it is chef's kiss well-crafted, which is why the next category shouldn't be any surprise.
2: Game of the Year, Breath of the Wild, Horizon Zero Dawn, Persona Five, PUBG, <laughs> which and is hilarious. I mean,
0: all strong contenders except maybe PUBG, but you know, I don't know. Re- I might
2: replace Nier
1: Automata in PUBG's place.
0: Yeah, I seriously. Play. Now, it, yeah, exactly. What the fuck? I part agree.
1: Given some of the other things, I'd probably see maybe swapping PUBG for uh, Hellblade. Oh yeah, get, get, get,
0: considering what we've been seeing, right? It, yeah. But, but at least the winner I think was is, is deserving again. Even as a Persona Five fanboy, I can't deny again. Like we said, how much Breath and Wild not only was a masterpiece in and of itself, just how long it's gone and 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 influenced you know, everything since in some way, shape, or form. Again, Genshin Impact, uh, your Elden Ring that came out this year. You know how much I, I don't know how much direct influence, but it definitely talked to our tastes cause fuck, if you had told us, hey, how about your Souls-like game in, in, in a Breath of the Wild setting? Sure! Fuck yeah, let's do it! So, yeah. I After going through this whole list, I have to say that, at least for this year, the, the winners, just about on almost every category, the winners are I think, are hard to question. I think they, if nothing else, the Game Awards is doing a pretty good job of selecting games that matter.
1: At least well, back in 2017.
0: Yeah, fair, right? Yeah, Up to, up to this point, yeah.
1: <laughs> and this was also, I think, reading over this, this was the year that they actually broke uh, Best Handheld Game from Breast Mobile Game, which now I think they've been merged back together, or no. they've just scratched handheld and said it's Best Mobile Game.
0: Yeah, I, can, I don't see handheld in, on the list anymore, so I think you are correct. Which makes uh, sense, because what else is their handheld?
1: The Switch. The Switch is the only handheld,
2: and uh,
1: now we have a competitor, technically, the Steam with Steam Deck.
2: Game yeah,
1: but well, well
2: I mean, I. Steam Deck really a mobile game? It's not either
0: though. It's just a more mobile computer, really. Like it's yeah. Uh, unless somebody yeah. makes an exclusive game for Steam, uh, for the Steam Deck.
1: Which no, if you make a game for the Steam Deck, guess what? It's going to be usable on yeah Steam. So it kind of kill it defeats its purpose.
0: Radio killed the radio star. Wait, what? Same thing.
1: <laughs> uh, other things that also showed up were the the game announcement, which uh, this was when they uh, FromSoft announced Sekiro.
0: Oh, nice! Uh,
1: Bayonetta three, Death Stranding, uh, Sea of Thieves, Soul Calibur six. Yes. Uh, Vacations. Uh, some of these I don't even remember like what happened to them like there's one called Dream. Oh, I remember Dreams. Oh. I know Dreams. Oh, Dreams. Dreams was supposed to be the successor to uh Dreams was the game creator mm-hmm. uh by Media Molecule and like it 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 had such a flash in the pan drop that I haven't heard anything well, about Well, I think yeah.
2: unfortunately there Lunch was stolen by Roblox. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, a little uh, bit. Uh Fortnite, GTFO,
1: which that's been released and it's been kind of it's uh, been
2: successful it's just been very niche uh,
1: In the Valley of the Gods which I think that that finally came out uh, Metro Exodus
0: I mean that's that's had its stride it's going strong
1: uh, Way Out which that was the like weird buddy buddy like prison
2: escape simulator <laughs>
0: yeah oh I started playing that oh I started I didn't realize that was the same game I, I started playing that with a with, uh, my my kid from uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters. Even though, in retrospect, I sh- absolutely should not. I didn't realize what kind of content that game had, but, you know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you
2: notice in the first minute, it's like, oh, hey, it's like let's wash it down.
0: Yeah, it was like, oh, wow. yeah, we are turning this off. <laughs>
2: so, looking at everything here... Uh
1: the only other one was Accounting Plus, which that one's been fully released. Uh Bayonetta One and Two for Switch ports, Bayonetta three, which just got re- released last year. God, that was
0: announced that long ago? Shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Here's a fun one. Like there's only one game on this list that I think has not been released. Uh ooh, now we get to guess. Oh, wait, nope, nope. In the Valley of God still has not been released. Really? Uh the only other game that was Oh, they did Firewatch. Already- okay. Yeah, uh, the, the same people who did Val- in the Valley of Gods, uh, Campo Santo production, did Firewatch. Uh, but the only other game that was announced that has not come <clears> out yet is Witchfire, and it's supposed to be coming out this year. Wow. And the developer, The Astronauts, this is their second fire, and they're the ones that did The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. I don't know that one. Uh, it was another walking simulator, similar thing, similar to Edith Finch. Not quite the same, but it was basically you walked on an island and you're like, Oh, you're you're finding out about Ethan Carter and how he disappeared. And a lot of people have an issue with uh, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter for starting the whole walking simulator idea of, It's a game, but it's not a game because you're just following a narrative in front of (laughs) you.
2: You just press button, get bacon narrative.
1: (laughs) Essentially, press button, get Bacon! Bacon! Uh, and it's like, okay, I'm done with the bacon here. Time to get that bacon over there. So, and yeah, so that's this list is mostly solid. There's mm-hmm. still things I'd like to argue, but that's yeah, because yeah. it's more of just personal preference.
0: I mean, I think if, if Jeff Keighley's uh, goal is to make the game's awards, you know, um, matter, make it relevant, I think they have been at this point in time is so far I'm doing a pretty good job. Yeah, tune in next year if you want to know how t- 2018 goes. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's the pod. Everybody, welcome, welcome back. We're we're gonna do more of these again. We we record these on Tuesday, and I'm gonna try to make that mean release on Wednesdays. So if you're listening to this day, it comes out. You missed our Tuesday stream. Shame on you. Tune in next Tuesday. Uh, we'll usually be doing those at like 7:30. Right now, we're super late, but that's okay. That things happen. Um, Wednesdays we're we're streaming as well. Right now, we're streaming Raft on Wednesdays. Um, we stream on Friday, but I forget what are, the game is that you guys are playing now.
1: Uh, We are doing uh Parasite Eve still.
0: Okay. I f- I've forgotten that was the one that you were doing. So, yeah, so catch us Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on FRG. Watch the stream, and then keep an eye out for these podcasts. We'll, we're going to start doing them regularly again after a 13-month hiatus. And in last minute, comments, gentlemen? Not really. We've said enough. All right. In that case, we'll see you all next time. Enjoy. Love you all. Bye. Bye. MPX, you don't want to say bye? Okay, fine. Don't say bye.
2: See you next time.
0: Oh, I see what you did there. Bye, everybody. This has been a presentation of Front Row Geeks. Adios.